Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Alright, welcome back. Magic Pisces Podcast, episode 17, 18. Celebrating just over 1,000 downloads, approximately 57, 58 downloads per episode, somewhere in the high 50s, looking to push that number up, get it up to 100 an episode. That will be my next goal. So if you are picking up what I'm throwing down, I don't know who, I know who some of you are. Um, but if you're a person I don't know and you're picking up what I'm throwing down and you like the vibration or the frequency through which this podcast broadcasts, please share it <clears throat> with people that you may know. Send them a text. Say, this dude seems to be onto something. You can also send him a, sec- uh, a sext. You can also send him a sext or a text that says, uh, this dude's full of shit. Here's why I think so. Whatever it is. Uh, you fancy, but most people don't think that this is full of shit or that I'm full of shit. I'm actually not full of shit. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate the support um, from a few of you in particular. There's Jessica, there's Robin, there's another Robin, there is Scott, there is Caitlin, there is John, there is Max, there is Peter. Thanks to all of you. I really appreciate each and every one of you <clears throat> so much. So thank you. Thank you all. So, been quarantining, and today they opened the beaches up, technically. You still had to, like, trample through this. You still had to trample through this police fence barricade to get to the beach. Then you had to like climb over a beach closed sign and go all the way down to get into the water. And the water was red. There's a red tide going on. I thought it was shit. I was afraid that it was shit. But usually when there's shit in the water, it smells like shit. So there wasn't any shit in the water. It was a red tide. <clears throat> this old man, Jedi mind tricked me. He's like the, what did he say? He's like the, the dam overflowed in so-and-so or wherever. And this is shit. The virus got nothing on this dirty water, and I got out of the water. I think he was. I think he did it on purpose to get people to leave the water, so that less people would be in the water surfing. This is at Swamis and Encinitas. Such an amazing wave. The wave. It's not at Swamis. It's actually um, north of there. Never mind. I didn't just give away a surfing secret. But I just got two. I, I got a left and I got a nice long right. I got this beautiful long right. It was only about waist high. But waist high waves are fun. If they're if they're powered up, a waist high wave can be really fun. I had my big board out. First day back in the water after at least a month felt great. Didn't come within twenty feet of anybody. So whoever it is that thinks that you get really up in people's grills when you're surfing you certainly don't have to i my strategy for surfing is always to sit far outside and wait for the bigger waves to come in so paddle out there's this old guy alan at a couple of surf spots i go to and he says paddle out paddle outside and wait for the bombs because the bigger waves are going to be further outside in the lineup the lineup being the the group of people who congregate in the water waiting for waves and the spot they congregate is called the lineup so I got a couple of waves. It felt great. I came back um, and I did my writing. And I've been writing like a fiend. I've been writing every day. 
and the power of commitment is starting to take over. And I'm going to read to you. This is one of the handouts that they hand out in coach training about commitment. Is one of my phrases, one of my catchphrases is let your vision make your decision and not your circumstances. And so another one of my assertions is that the only thing that separates ordinary ordinary people, one of the major things that separates the ordinary human being from the extraordinary human being is their relationship to consequences. Because guess what? We all got consequences. This COVID is just one big old motherfucking consequence. That's all. And so in coaching, we say, choose from the thing that you're committed to. Because the I got this from my friend Linnell Harris, a colleague and friend Linnell Harris. He said uh, in this podcast that he not podcast, in this webinar that he conducted last week or that he put on last week was was that you're, the goal is the goal is the goal. The circumstance is just the thing that's distracting you from achieving the goal. So if you had a, if you had a goal to make $10,000 this month or if you had a goal to make, uh, to get a promotion this month or if you had a goal to get a client this week, if you're a coach or whatever it is, the circumstances, the, the COVID-19, the quarantine is just the circumstance. The goal remains the same. It's like if you were playing soccer and it started to rain and, this, and the, the field got all slippery and you start falling all over the place, maybe you got to put some like gnarlier cleats on or something, but the goal is still to get the ball into the goal. So if you're playing football and it's the Super Bowl and it starts to snow and the temperature drops below zero, the goal is still to win the football game. You don't say, oh, well, it's cold outside. I think I'll, think I'll just forfeit to the Patriots or whomever. The goal is the goal is the goal. This is why athletes, actually, professional athletes, they get a bad rap. They're actually really exceptional human beings because if you look at what the average athlete has overcome to become to, to get to where they're at, it's a lot. Same with celebrities. The things that celebrities have, have done and overcome to become successful is typically a lot and without getting into the the baby raping and that whole conspiratorial mystic pizza or whatever it's called pizza gate thing um it's not mystic pizza it's something other it's some other type of molester molester pizza i forget what it's called um if you look beyond that and you just look at uh you just look to the success of the average celebrity or musician you will find that they have very often overcome a lot of obstacles to get to where they are to achieve the level of success that they achieve and it's all from a level of commitment that is operating inside of them so they're letting their vision make their decision a really awesome story to listen to is to go uh, just google tony tony robbins tells rocky story or tony robbins rocky story just google it and this um the story will the the YouTube video will will show up, and it's Tony Robbins telling the story of how Rocky became successful as told to him by Sylvester Stallone over dinner at I believe it was at Tony Robbins' house. Sylvester Stallone went over to Tony Robbins' house, or Tony Robbins went over to Sylvester Stallone's house, and Sylvester Stallone told him the story of Rocky, and it's fascinating. It's fascinating to hear what. Sylvester Stallone went through to have Rocky become what Rocky became. He's like living in this shitty ass apartment, I think in Brooklyn. And I don't want to give it away because Tony Robbins tells the story very eloquently and very hilariously. 
and you just come to understand that like Rocky Sylvester Stallone in the story of Rocky was operating from a very from from a commitment and Rocky became uh, one of the like a, a a truly amazing American archetype of the hero who never gives up who rises to prominence or rises to stardom or whatever it is um, that Rocky rose to and uh Side note, one of the funniest things you can ever watch uh, while you're Googling Tony Robinson Rocky, Google Eddie Murphy Rocky, and you can watch Eddie Murphy Murphy, rather make fun of Italian people uh, who are in line to go see Rocky. That's that's one of my favorite, most favorite things ever to watch. I'll probably watch it after I'm done with this podcast. Eddie Murphy making fun of Italians and... Rocky, Eddie Murphy just got away with making fun of everybody back in the day. It's so, it's so funny. It's just so funny. Talk about politically incorrect. I mean, my God, Eddie Murphy used to make fun of gay people like there was no tomorrow. And I I think if I'm correct, he got busted or he got caught with a tranny with a transvestite. So he, you know, that could have just been one great big projection. He's just making fun of gay people because he's gay and who fucking cares anyway if that's what was happening? I don't care. I got uh, I got pretty viciously attacked. I'm going to get to this commitment worksheet that I'm going to read, by the way. But I got attacked again pretty viciously on Facebook. I posted something. Uh, these two doctors in California in the county that I believe Bakersfield is located, Kern County, posted something about they conducted a bunch of tests and they came to these conclusions. And because of the conclusions they came to, it's okay to open the economy and take off the masks or whatever it was. And I just posted the video that somebody sent to me. I just posted it. I didn't have a comment on it. I didn't say, see, look, we should open the beaches because I, there was none of that. I just posted the video. That's all. And you know, people had their opinions and they thought it was stupid for why they thought it was stupid. My friend who has an epidemiology is an epidemiologist. He had his very well thought out opinion on where the their argument falls short and whatnot and totally valid. So I took a screenshot of his tech, the text that he sent me and I posted it in the comments. And there was someone else who had something to say that was valid and you know, I honored that. And this morning, there's a friend of mine who's an ER doctor. He had the he he had a very articulated argument against the way that these two conducted their study or came to the conclusions that they did, which was valid. Um, and then there's just this other person that just you're a fucking idiot. How could you post something so stupid, you fucking moron? You and anyone who thinks like you and who thinks this is real and who doesn't believe Fauci uh, should all go to fucking hell. And if you want to go out surfing in the beach tomorrow, you should be locked in a camp is basically what this woman is communicating. And I, I tried to be I tried to be spiritual with her. So I, I at first I posted this. Um, I posted this. This quote from The Course in Miracles that struck me as particularly eloquent yesterday regarding the miracle coming into the space of the person who just becomes silent. So if you allow yourself just to be silent, the the miracle can come into that space and essentially take over, take over your thinking and just take over your being. And 
And then she just kept coming. She just kept coming. And then she started coming to my friend. And I had to just tell her, stop attacking or unfriend me. I put her at choice. I said, you know, you can you can unfriend me or you can knock this knock the shenanigans off. I don't care. Um, I, I think I ended it with, I don't give a flying fuck what you do. Knock off your attacking and your your preaching and your evangelizing or unfriend me. I'm not going to even do you the satisfaction of unfriending you. Um, because then you could just take that to your people. I got unfriended again. I was unfriended again because of my beliefs. I stood up for what I believed, and I was believed, and I was unfriended. And then all of her minions of followers can like and love her posts, and she can get the satisfaction that she gets out of being unfriended for being a shitty person. Now, that's the ego-based side of things. I am actually looking at this thing through a spiritual lens in the sense of what is it about me that is reflected back through her that I need to look at and get over? And I came to, you know, I I have a propensity for righteousness. And so the Course in Miracles would say, well, that person is just a, a, sub, a projection of my subconscious guilt that I need to forgive in order of forgiving myself, in service of forgiving myself, so that I can get to a more spiritual place, ultimately. So this person didn't really do anything. This person is inherently innocent. Their consciousness is inherently as innocent as mine. They've just shown us up as a projection of my subconscious guilt. Therefore, my job is to forgive her for not doing anything because her consciousness is inherently innocent. If I'm if I've if I've taken a cosmic leap and you're not following, then just pay attention and I'll just just keep listening and I'll get back to the commitment stuff here in a few minutes. We could talk about Rocky some more. But ultimately, um, she didn't do anything other than, you know, behave, uh, other than come from a place of what she thought was the right place. If she could do things any differently, she would, and she's inherently innocent. And one of the really empowering ways that I have to relate to humanity in general is just sort of like everybody's got Alzheimer's, everybody's completely fucking crazy, everybody's nuts. You wouldn't be mad at someone with Alzheimer's, so why should I be mad at her? Because that is the ego. That is just the ego doing the job that the ego does. The ego is just an insane little thing, a little being that takes up space in your head and tells you to do crazy things. Now, there is a question regarding the deeper spiritual truth that exists on the other side of the ego, and if you want to study The Course of Miracles for a year or two or three or the work of Dr. David Hawkins for three or four or five or six or seven years, um, that will become, what I'm saying will become more digestible, I guess. Um, You could also work a 12-step program, do a moral inventory, which I'm astonished that this person hasn't done one, but... There I go taking their inventory again, so I'm going to let it go. But, yeah, it was hilarious just to see this person come in from this. And now, so now I'm shifting back into my ego, and I'm going to indulge my ego. I'm going to fucking indulge my ego by declaring that this person is fucking crazy and totally self-righteous. And just stop, just stop, because one of the things I do not do 
is attack people on social media. I do not attack. I sometimes have differing opinions. I try to be as respectful as possible. I don't attract. I don't attack Trumpers. I just let them do their thing. Sometimes I disagree with them. Whatever. I've quit fighting the fight against Trump. I think it's. I think it's pointless. I think we need to energetically, vibrationally support the guy by sending him as many good vibes as possible. Because it's not helping anything to bash him. Hope that he fails, destroy him, all of that. It's just not helping anything at all. The press is not helping anything. By the way, he did not say anything about injecting bleach. He did not say that. Um, the The words inject bleach did not come out of his mouth. He was talking, uh, referring to other treatments that people have used or that are have been researched regarding blasting things with UV light. I believe. Um, I don't know exactly what he said. I cannot recall it offhand. This is the cool thing about podcasting is it's like really hard to have people. People can't just instinctually argue with you from emotion. They would have to go do something and then somehow argue with the podcast itself (laughs) somehow in the podcasting comments, which don't exist. So get a podcast. It's really fun. Jello Biafra said that you need to, everybody needs to have their own channel. And podcasting is this really cool way to create your own channel. So there's my spiel, uh, part of my spiel. My spiel is not done yet. I'm still talking. So uh, on the subject of commitment, so let your vision make your decision. I was talking about Rocky uh, or Sylvester Stallone having a commitment and how his vision made his decision and... And that led to Rocky becoming Rocky. And, um, you know, every person that's in like a punk rock band or a band that's successful, the great majority of them have had vans that broke down or shows that were canceled or shows where zero people showed up. And they just kept playing. They just kept going and going and going. My my favorite band, one of my all-time favorite bands, Teenage Bottle Rocket, lost their beloved drummer in 2015, one of the most amazing dudes ever, Brandon Carlisle. And they chose to keep going. They let their vision make their decision. And their shows are as rockin' as ever. The last time I saw them, it was mind-blowing, as their shows have always been just so good. But this is the quote that I send to my clients on commitment. It says, Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always in effectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans that the moment one definitely commits oneself then providence moves too. all sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred a whole stream of events issue from the decision raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way I have learned a deep respect for one of Goyth's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream, you can. Begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. That's from N.W. Murray, the Scottish Himalayan Expedition. So, I believe he's referring to crowning Mount Everest there. So, another uh, quote on commitment is that the irony of commitment is the irony of commitment is that it's deeply liberating in work, in play, in love. The act frees you from the tyranny of your internal critic, 
from the fear that likes to dress itself up and parade around as rational hesitation. To commit is to remove your head as the barrier to your life. That comes from Ann Morris, um, Starbucks customer from New York City. She describes herself as an organization builder, a restless American citizen, and an optimist. So take what you will from this. I mean, what do you gather from the conversation or the talk on commitment? What are you committed to in your life? Are you letting the circumstances, this COVID thing, dictate the course of action you will take? It's great. My roommate came up to me the other day and he, yesterday actually, and he said, you know, like he got laid off from like the forest service or the, 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 um, he's a marine biologist. And so his hours got cut way, 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 way back and he couldn't get unemployment. And he, you know, he came up to me yesterday. He's like, sweet man, I got a job. Like I got a new job or I have an interview for a job at like a juice bottling company with like free all with full benefits and like free juice or whatever it is but he was stoked he just ceased letting the commitment he ceased letting the circumstances dictate the outcome right and um you don't have to let your circumstances dictate the outcome whatever goals you have still remain if you didn't have any goals you can put a goal into your life right now and you can achieve it this covid is just a it's just a sexy ass circumstance perhaps who knows, sent by the powers that be to distract us all from what's really going on, that doesn't even matter. If there is a conspiracy, so what? If Bill Gates really does have a sinister plan to inoculate the world, who the fuck cares? What matters in your life? What matters in your business? What matters with what you what matters in regards to what you are up to in your life? Do you wanna do you wanna go on a date? Go on a date. Now, do you want to create a relationship amidst the pandem pandemic? Create the relationship. I'm actually finding that dating is definitely not canceled. <laughs> J.P. Sears talks about trying the, them, the powers that be trying to cancel heterosexuality. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, um, I'm going to leave you with that. I really thank you all for listening. If you're one of the people who has downloaded one of the one of the thousand downloads if you're one of the ones who's downloaded one of the thousand episodes thank you i appreciate you i love you i honor you i respect you i think you are the best i appreciate you keep rocking keep rolling have a beautiful day talk to you next time peace oh by the way the extra music that you're going to hear this is an addendum i put too many addendums or three addendums in the last episode it's called forgiving robin and it's a song that i wrote about six or seven years ago uh, you can get it at davek1.bandcamp.com or you can just listen to this podcast over and hear it again. I think it's a really beautiful song. Enjoy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Keeps riding lines and lines
Because I know they'll sing along So Hallelujah 